close my eyes and take a step back in time. It's a warm, sunny afternoon, and I'm standing in the corner of the library. I can see the sage, ochre, and amethyst-colored hills outside the tall windows. I hear pages flipping and the gentle gliding sound of the card catalog drawers. I can smell the papers, the leathers, the inks. The sun streams through the windows and floods the carpet with light. I walk slowly among the shadows and beams as I browse for my latest favorite mystery novel. Yes, I loved library day back then. I'd browse for hours if I could, or even tuck myself in a cozy chair in the sunny corner by the windows and let myself get lost in the story until it was time to go home. Even now, the library is still a favorite place, and I constantly have a stack of books near all of my favorite spots to steal a few moments to read. On my nightstand, on my desk, under the coffee table, hidden in drawers, tucked on shelves in my closet. As part of my work in leadership, I rotate regularly through a collection of books dedicated to research for writing content, sharing in workshops, and inspiring others to lead with hope and live out their personal why and give back to their communities. The books range from resonant and appreciative leadership to purposeful living to corporate culture and compassionate coaching. But there's one book I use as a leadership and coaching tool that may surprise you. If you've been in my home or followed me on Instagram or know me well enough, you also know that among those leadership books, you'll find a whole collection on interior design, hosting, and floral and botanical arrangements. I have a stack of cookbooks too, always at the ready for grabbing a new recipe to try out for my family. So it's no surprise that this one book would be a go-to in my current collection. It embodies my values and my inspiration as a leader and coach and it supports the many ways I see our world evolving in career and life, and certainly a fresh way of seeing and doing things. It's wabi-sabi welcome, and it's all about learning to embrace the imperfect and entertain with thoughtfulness and ease. Insert host or gather or serve in place of entertain, and you have a way to lead meetings, host gatherings, and support others that feels comfortable, welcoming, and personal. As one of my values, I believe we must embody the idea of creating a welcoming atmosphere, remind ourselves that we're all together in a family, on a team, as an organization. And no matter where or when, we're not really trying to impress our guests or achieve perfection. We're about creating environments with generosity and thoughtfulness and having experiences with others in real time with real conversations. Also, as a coach, a consultant, mother, and leader, many of the methods and practices I'm working on and sharing are grounded in this way of serving others, hosting people in real time and real conversation. It's about respecting and acknowledging their emotions, their dreams, their celebrations, and their sorrows, and finding joy, beauty, and appreciation in the everyday. It's returning to that sense of hope and well-being bringing us back to the idea that we can work together to create cultures of welcoming, feeling seen and heard, and feeling inspired. It's noticing the everyday through a lens of appreciation. Leading wholeheartedly and living intentionally means you can bring it all together and lean into your strengths. When you go back and look at your VIA strength survey results, after you've had a chance to explore some of your own life-giving stories, you'll start to see patterns that emerge. Then you'll bring that together and notice what really stands out and how you might embody your own values and your own strengths. Find the similarities in words and phrases and identify all the patterns that have emerged. One of my strengths is appreciation of beauty and excellence and also a love of learning. 
As I reflected on my own life-giving stories, it couldn't have been more true. When we look at our life-giving stories and we tie them back to the descriptions in the character strengths, it becomes crystal clear how and when you operate in those strengths. In the show notes this week, I've included a guide to bringing it all together. This week, it's all about connecting the dots, noticing your gifts, and seeing the emerging patterns and how you operate in them. Stay with me for the next few weeks as we continue to share. Every week, I'll share ways that you can connect your own values and strengths so that you can develop a positive, affirming, and clear way to design joyful goals and a path forward. It couldn't have been more tree. Tree. (laughs) It couldn't have been more tree.